evening and welcome to G Squared Talking Sports. Hope you all are having a great sports week. We've had uh, some interesting games in the NBA playoffs. Most games right now are in Game Three. Interesting storylines. We got LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers down two to one to the Indiana Pacers. We also have uh, the New Orleans Pelicans surprise so far over the Portland Trailblazers. Trailblazers seem like they've mailed it in. They're ready to go to Cancun or Mazatlan. Definitely not interested in playing basketball right now. We also got uh, Boston. Uh, you know they're 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 up two one, but they took a little bit of a beating tonight. And uh, we got some other in- interesting. Uh, Games and uh, games coming up tomorrow, which I'll get into, and I'll recap tonight's games as well. I'm also going to get into a little bit of the chatter, a little bit of the the news. Even though the Lakers aren't in the playoffs, they're still you know they're still relevant. And um, big story right now is that Kawhi Leonard has apparently uh, or is going to inform teams that he will only sign with the Lakers in 2019 when he becomes a free agent. So that. Um, that, you know, interesting again, kind of like Paul George last uh, offseason did the same thing. They're both local guys. Always, you know, of course they have ties here in the in the, in the the Southland, in Southern California. So it would be interesting. Um, Lakers definitely have the money and they also have the pieces if they want to move, move some pieces now and trade for them or do kind of like what they would Paul George, let somebody else trade for them and then uh, when it comes to free agent, go in there and sign them so we'll get into that but also um kind of my uh laker pipe dream starting five for next year i have some interesting i have two two uh starting fives that could could be possible one that i think is very possible and one is again kind of like a dream one so i'm gonna i'm gonna go over that and see what you guys think uh think about my starting five for next year and then also uh i'm going to uh, the other storylines is uh the nfl announced it's schedule for the games and dates and times for their Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night games. So interesting matchups coming up. So we'll, we'll talk about some of the big games, some, some of the primetime matchups. And, um, and we'll also talk about uh, James Harrison retiring, some other NFL, you know, news and notes, Des Bryant getting released by the Cowboys. So the, even though the NFL is not... Um, you know, they're not playing right now, they're in the offseason, they're always in the news, and the NFL does a good job of that, about staying relevant, so, draft coming up, so we will talk about that, and, uh, and when we come back, we'll get right into the NBA playoffs, so, sit back and enjoy another episode of G-Squared Talking Sports. <laughs> Welcome back to G-Square Talking Sports. One man's take on the ins and outs of the sports world. Let's get right into the uh, NBA playoffs. Um, interesting storyline coming out of, well, today Indiana, but coming out of that uh, Indiana-Cleveland series where you got the Indiana Pacers up going up 2-1 after their 92-90 victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm sure everybody in, uh, well, in Cleveland, but also all those Cleveland, uh, all those LeBron fans are a little worried because if Cleveland flames out and they go out in the first round, something that's never happened to LeBron James in his career, um, you know, it's definitely going to get interesting at that point of whether he's going to stay and um, if that if that will be the what, what really drives him out. So 
Cleveland's down 2-1. I mean, LeBron's been down before in, in series. So, excuse me. Well, LeBron led teams. I, I always don't like, you know, talking to individuals on a, in a great team sport like basketball. But in this case, uh, it is one one individual, LeBron James. But LeBron-led, James-led teams have, have never lost in the first round. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see. Uh, LeBron's doing everything he can. He's playing 40. He played 42 minutes tonight. He's been playing about 40-plus minutes in every game in the series and putting up numbers. He's, he led him across the board in points, assists, and rebounds. So, you know, LeBron's doing everything he can. Uh, everybody thought with the acquisitions that they, uh, the Cleveland made at the uh, trade deadline, getting Clarkson and Nance, Hood. And so, uh, you know, it, it just they, not, not that they haven't panned out, but haven't panned out is definitely the, the way that LeBron and Cle- the Cleveland front office uh, had hoped for. So um, it's going to be interesting. Um, I still like Cleveland to win the series only because they have the home court advantage, but um, I don't know now. You know, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. They got definitely got to win one in uh, Indiana. So they got. I I think they they must win. Um, Game Game Four, that is a must win for Cleveland. So if they go down three one, um, I I don't I don't I don't know. I think I think they would. Then we will see LeBron led teams going out in the first round. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, once again, Indiana up two to one. Uh, another game we had, we had the uh, Milwaukee Bucks finally getting a win in that series. They knock off the um, Boston Celtics one sixteen to ninety four. Game was never really close. Um, I, I, I had a feeling that um, Milwaukee would come out and win this game because their, the crowd was going to be ready to go. And there was a couple, you know, there was a close game. One game one could have gone Milwaukee's way, but it didn't. It went into overtime. So this series is evenly matched only because of the uh, the injuries that uh, we, you know, Boston has. But um, uh, I, I still think uh, Boston wins, but the series is going to go seven, in my opinion. But the the Laker fan in me wouldn't mind uh, Milwaukee pulling the upset and knocking the the uh, the Celtics out of there because if, if the Lakers can't be in the playoffs, well, let's not have the uh, Celtics in the playoffs, right? So we'll see what happens. So that that was uh, today's um, today's action, and uh, tomorrow, you know, we have a couple games on the slate. Tomorrow we got uh, Philadelphia, Miami. Philadelphia is up two one in that series. They won Game Three the other night. So um, they're looking to go up three to one. Uh, will be interesting uh, to see if they can. They're, they are playing in Miami. I I don't know. Uh, Miami Miami can't put up a fight, but I just think at the end of the day, uh, especially with Joel Embiid coming back, uh, Philadelphia has too much for Miami. So uh, I I think I think Miami, excuse me, I think Philadelphia wins that game tomorrow. But uh, I mean, obviously that's why they play the game. Spolstra, Eric Spolstra, who doesn't get much credit. As being a great X's and O's and making adjustments, um, he may come up with something. But I just think uh, right now Philadelphia has 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 more talent and 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 they're just they're, they're, I think it's their time to definitely win one one series. But now with Cleveland uh, struggling, it could be very possible that uh, Philadelphia goes to the Eastern Conference Finals. But we'll definitely see what happens with especially with Embiid. Even though he came back, he's wearing the mask. We all know what can happen. One little, one little, you know, tweak ankle here or there, and it's a completely different uh, series. But they're looking to take a commanding, uh, not a commanding, but they're looking to go up three-one. Um, <clears throat> another game we have is Houston playing Minnesota. They're looking to go up three-nothing. 
I definitely think Houston wins that series, four nothing. So uh, that 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 series should be over. You also have Utah playing uh, Oklahoma City. That that series is tied one one. So we'll see there what happens. So um, when we come back, I'm going to talk where the Lakers are going to do in their offseason. <coughs> All right, welcome back. This is uh, the getting into our final segment here, and um, I'm going to cover a few things here uh, before we we head off into a great sports weekend. Uh, the first thing I'm going to talk about is a couple of news and notes from the M- NFL and uh, player transactions. And the first one, uh, we had Des Bryant being released by the uh, Dallas Cowboys. That ends his eight-year career with the Dallas Cowboys, and um, now Dez is a free agent. We got some some players around the NFL trying to recruit him, mainly the Houston Texans. Tyron Matthew, DeAndre Hopkins are telling him to come join uh, them in Houston. Uh, that would that would allow him to stay in Texas. Uh, you know, they um, it all depends. Deshaun Watson, uh, kind of similar to uh, Dak Prescott. So uh, Dez definitely is not a number one anymore. So he would have to uh, would have to accept the role of being a number two, possibly a number three. Uh, with DeAndre Hopkins being in Houston, uh, he would definitely be, uh, DeAndre is the number one. So um, that's an option. Um, Dez himself has have said that he would like to come out to L.A. I don't see the Rams picking him up because I think they're pretty set uh, in in their um, wide receiver core with Robert Woods, uh, Tavon Austin, Cooper Cup. So um, and even Todd Gurley catching balls out of the backfield. So I don't I don't I don't know if he would be a fit there. And then you add him to the already, uh, you know the, the the additions that they already have with uh, Sue, uh, Marcus Peters, uh, Akib Talib, adding another personality like Des Bryant. You know uh, that could that could that could be good, but could also you know definitely we've seen before um, it could be combustible. And uh, I don't know you know Sean McVay does a good job, so I don't know if he wants that headache, but. We'll see. The LA team that I do see uh, having a good fit would be the Chargers. You have a solid veteran quarterback in Phillip Rivers. They have a number one in Keenan Allen, but uh, I could see Dez sliding in right there to the number two spot. Receiver maybe number three, because uh, that's uh, you know a couple, uh, rookie Corey Davis and some other receivers. So we'll see. And you know, of course, Dez in LA, he would love that. That would increase his marketing and, and possibly his ads, so uh, his sponsorships. And so we'll see if he comes out to LA. But uh, I, I think ultimately he wants to stay in the NFC East. He wants to be able to come back and play the uh, Cowboys twice a year, guaranteed, and uh, show them that they made a mistake. So um, I, I, that, if that's the case, then I, I see him maybe going to New York, joining Odell Beckham there, being the number two receiver in New York, having Eli Manning throw the ball to him. So that'll be interesting. But again, Des Bryant, you know, always always drama around Des Bryant. So we'll see where he ends up. The other big news, uh, well, it wasn't really big news because. His play had declined over the years, but if you're a Steeler fan, it is big news, and that's James James Harrison uh, announced his retirement, saying he needs to spend more time with his two boys. Um, you know, uh, Steeler fans had a great relationship, and I still th- I still think they they will, and and everything's gonna be fine. But of course, there were some hard feelings there in December where the Steelers released him, and he immediately signed with the New England Patriots. So a lot of fans and and players. 
current players they they did they did not like the move, but you know like like we all see business you know, football is a business so, um, it didn't surprise me that he went that he did go to New England but I think when it's all said and done James Harrison's gonna come back is be welcome back to the Steeler family. It's gonna be no problem. We're gonna move on. And I mean, how can you not? He he's the all-time uh, sack leader in 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 franchise history. And uh, coming from you know, he played the linebacking position. And if you know anything about Steeler football, they they are linebackers. They're synonymous with linebackers. So for him to be number one in sacks um, as a linebacker, where you know uh, you've had other Hall of Fame linebackers in uh, Jack Lambert and Kevin Green, and of course you know you had you had the Steel Curtain. So, uh, James Harrison, I mean, and this is what this guy was an undrafted free agent, uh, rookie, who got cut twice by the Steelers before he latched on. So, his work ethic is insane. Of course, you see his workout videos. I mean, and, and also how he, how he takes care of his body. He's been known to say, I think he spends $300,000 on his body. So, the man, the man uh, played at a high level for a long time. And, Steeler fans will will welcome back Debo to the house, and that that'll be you know like I said bygones will be bygones, and uh, the other big story was the uh, the announcement of the NFL schedule. This is uh it's funny how you know how everything now is all about marketing and and how you how you you know keep your fan the fans interest, and uh, that is one of the ways the NFL does it is by just releasing some of this information you know a little bit at a time. Having the draft coming up, then you, you know, be right after the season ended, you had the combine, and the NFL does a good job of staying relevant. And so, uh, you know, next week we have the draft and so forth. But they announced the game, so you already knew who, if you, you know, who your team was playing, but now you know for sure what, when, time and date. So that 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 was a big deal. Uh, those you know those games came out, and it'll be you know it'll definitely be a, a fun NFL season coming up. So. That's you know some of the some of the news and notes from the NFL, but you know now now I want to get into my uh, you know the story big big the the one I want to really get into is what's the Laker team going to look like next year? You know what what are they what are they going to look like? Are they going to be uh, are they going to be you know uh, the same? Are they going to rely on the youngins, or are they are they going to make some moves? You know that's the big story. And right now the two guys that hold all the cards is uh, Rob Palinka, Magic Johnson. Um, you, you you know something's gonna happen. I, I do think I do think they're gonna make moves, but you know it's 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 what kind of moves they're gonna make. And a lot of the, a lot of the fans, you know, they want the big splash. They want the they want the big name free agents. And gotta be careful because, of course, you want that to happen, but you don't want to just spend the money just to spend the money because you have it. And obviously, we've seen it. Lakers are still saddled with the Lou All Dang contract, one of the worst contracts in sports. So uh, you have to be careful. Um, I, I I honestly think the way they're going to go about it is if my what I what I what I've seen with the Lakers is they don't really go hard with the free agent pool, and you're going to have to a little bit because there's there's obviously some great names in free agency, but um, the the Lakers have traditionally when they have done it they they made the move uh, through trades. You know, in the '70s it was they traded for Will Chamberlain. Late uh, uh, late 70s, early 80s, then they swung the move for Kareem. Excuse me, in the 70s, late, mid 70s, they swung the, the trade for Kareem. Uh, and then uh, they did dip into the free agent pool and get Shaquille O'Neal. But, but after that, to, to after Shaq left, they, they traded for Pau Gasol. So 
they usually do it through trades as well. So I, I, I see them doing both because you can still do both. But but you also have to be careful because some of these players ha, are have all the leverage and they may push for for a trade to LA. But you so you want to give up a lot to get the you know get get the player you want for and then you know he comes here and and, and he has nobody to play with. So um, here's here's a couple scenarios that I see with the Lakers and. It it does involve the young guys, but I do not think they're going to rely solely on the young guys. I mean that that core, they're going to keep a core, but I don't think it's going to be the the five guys that 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 are they were on you know the, the the young core right now. So my first scenario, you know, involves they they will sign a free agent, but obviously it's the Kawhi Leonard one. We 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 have all heard you know he wants to come to, he wants to come to L.A. So this is the one though. It's tricky though because. If he wants to come to L.A., you know, it's kind of like in the Paul George situation. Everybody, everybody is saying that he's hell-bent to come to the uh, to the Lakers, so the Lakers didn't make a move. Oklahoma City did, but in hopes of uh, being able to retain him. But if you know a player is not, you know, wants to come to your organization, do you really give up a lot? Because now does, is he going to want to come if you're giving up a lot? So it all depends on Kawhi. If Kawhi is insistent on that he and his people tell tell everybody in the league that he's he's gonna go to the Lakers in 2019 no matter what is done then you know that that lowers the trade value down a little bit you got you got a couple scenarios there and um so so that's the case maybe you don't have to maybe you don't have to give up a, a Brandon Ingram uh and uh Lonzo Ball or a Kyle Kuzma because you can lower it you can give up some more draft picks so um we we do have to see but Right now, we we we, we want to know, you know, we want to talk about what what could happen. So let's just say, Lakers make a move for Kawhi. You know, I, I would offer him a package. As much as I don't want to see him go, I would offer him a package of Lonzo Ball and Julius Randle. You do a sign and trade and the twenty fifth pick uh, of of this year's upcoming draft, and you get Kawhi Leonard. Now, of course, this is all contingent if San Antonio accepts a trade, but <clears throat> again. I want to keep Brandon Ingram. I want Kawhi to play with Brandon Ingram. So you pull that off, and then after that, then you go out and you sign, you sign a Paul George. So, uh, you know, excuse me, no, uh, not, that was my other scenario. You sign, uh, then you go out and you sign LeBron James, and you bring in LeBron James, and now you would have a lineup of, you'd have a lineup of um, Hart, Josh Hart running the point. I know a lot of Laker fans aren't popular, but he's going to be just a steady veteran point guard. Um, so we have Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma at the two. You got Kawhi Leonard at the three. You can move LeBron James power forward. Even today's NBA, uh, he could play power forward. He's not going to have to do much, and not have to do as much as he as he has to do right now in Cleveland. And then, um, of course, you would have uh, so Brandon Ingram. Then you would have Brandon Ingram, LeBron James, and um, And you resign, uh, you know, you could resign uh, Brooke Lopez. Maybe comes back for a minimum because at that point, you know, veterans are going to want to come back, or you could always get a serviceable center. So you'd have a starting lineup again of Hart, Kuzma, um, Kawhi, LeBron, and Brooke Lopez. And so you're looking at you're looking at a, a vastly improved team now. Is that a championship team? You know, not not next year, but you definitely have a have a nucleus there. You have a nucleus with 
then your core moving forward because LeBron, you know, is on the tail side. Your core moving forward, your big three would be Hart, Kuzma, and, um, excuse me, Kawhi, Kuzma, and Ingram. That would be your big three. And um, I, I like that, that, that young core right there now. Is it going to happen? I don't know. But it, that one could happen. You, you know, like I said, you make a, you make a trade, but you also you get uh, you also get um, uh, free agent. So that that's my one Laker Laker pipe dream, and uh, you know my other one uh, it again involves free agency, but it also involves a trade. Now this one, uh, you know, you may you may have to give up a little bit more, but again, this is uh, my dream. So. You, you you still send ball. You still sell. You send Randall. You may have to sweeten the pot and uh, maybe give up two first round draft picks, and you uh, try to somehow pry Anthony Davis from the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. And I know, I know. That again, this is my dream. I'm a Laker fan, and it's like I'm playing NBA Live, but not really because you know this is the real thing. But that that that's what I would like, you know. So you, you you pull the trade, you get Anthony Davis, and then you go out and you sign a Paul George. So now your lineup could be again, you got Josh Hart running the point, Kyle Kuzma, Paul George, Brandon Ingram, and um, Anthony Davis in the middle. Now that again could be a lineup that can contend with the uh, Golden State Warriors because you would have Anthony Davis in the middle and. Uh, with Brandon Ingram, they would they would form a very uh, you know, you could put one of those guys, or you could put Brandon Ingram on Kevin Durant, um, and then Draymond on uh, on Anthony Davis. I, I would take I would take Anthony Davis all day long. Then of course you got the backup ma- the back the backcourt matchup of Hart going up against Curry, but then Kuzma and uh, and Clay Thompson actually that would be a very interesting uh, that would be a very interesting uh, battle right there. And then, of course, Paul George um, would be the X factor right there. So, I, I definitely um, I like that lineup. And I, again, I I doubt that's gonna happen. It's just a uh, it's a dream, you know, that I have. It's like a it happened on my you know it could possibly happen on my, like you know my video game. But hoping the video game becomes reality because the Lakers got to do something. And but so that 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 would involve you know again both trades and. It would involve uh, free agency, but the hopefully Rob Palinka and Maddie Johnson they're 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 calling and fielding calls and and trying to and trying to move forward. But I definitely think there's going to be a change in in Lakerland next year. But um and, and they're moving forward in the right direction for sure. Um, I see them getting back to contention very very quickly because once teams see what you know the moves they make, excuse me, once uh, players see the moves that they make. Especially those those veterans that you need towards towards the end of their career there, but you need there you know, to mentor the young guys. They'll they'll want to come play with the you know both 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 uh, starting fives that I mentioned. They'll want to come play. So um, we'll see. Uh, we got a couple. You know, obviously we got about a month and a half left of the NBA playoffs. But you know, if LeBron and the Cavaliers go out early, it's it's just going to heat up even more, and um, he'll start shopping, and we'll see him more in LA, and then of course that'll blow up. So. Um, hope you enjoyed this sh- uh, show. If uh, you know you're listening and you're listening on iTunes, go ahead and subscribe and like. You can leave a review, and um, you have yourself a good night and enjoy your sports weekend. Once again, thank you for listening for G Squared, talking sports.